Today's episode of Dungeon Crawlers Radio is brought to you by Gamers Inn, your one-stop location for all your gaming needs. Located in Lehigh City, Utah, their fun and friendly staff will be more than happy to answer any of your gaming needs. Just remember, Gamers Inn, it's where adventures begin. Broadcasting live from the DCR studio. Oh, yeah! The Geek Revolution starts here. Excellent! Get ready for the number one hit geek radio show out there. Well, it is impressive, isn't it? Because it's time for Dungeon Crawlers Radio. Welcome, and welcome to another exciting episode of Dungeon Crawlers Radio. If you, uh, uh, weekend, Pokemon trainers. Yes, uh, for those of you that uh, missed Friday's episode, that means you missed the Pokemon Go extravaganza, uh, nuclear warhead striking the internet, and uh, pretty much nuking servers everywhere. Uh it, it's been crazy. I know Jared and Jessica have been running around, and in fact, even at this moment, they are on the spot reporting, running around, trying to catch Pokemon, defend their gym, and otherwise uh, hit bad guys with a stick. Long live Team Yellow. We are going to hold this up until y'all come to your senses. <laughs> so um, there's a lot of there's been a lot of geek news that's uh, kind of hit the area um, lately. So couple that I want to hit, um, so Tyler Hochlin, um, for those of you that don't know him, he was kind of the alpha wolf for a while in Teen Wolf. He has now been casted as Superman for season two of Supergirl. So Ooh. we are actually going to see Superman. He is going to be a part of the Supergirl TV series instead of just this weird uh, silhouette and guy flying in and then flying down and you never really see him you just kind of see the cape so that's really exciting to see that Daniel, they're actually going to do that not seeing the, the actor from smallville, smallville role. Role. no unfortunately they've decided to go with him instead of with tom welling so that's that's too bad it would have been cool to see him but you know uh Tyler does have the look, you know, very tall guy. He's got the build because uh, he, you know, he, he kept that build for Teen Wolf. And, you know, dark hair, blue eyes. He does definitely look the character. So I think he'll, he'll do a good job. Um, but at the same time, it would have been really cool to see Tom Welling in that part, to be honest. I, yeah. I would have I loved to see that. So... Um, but at the, the very, very least, uh, Supergirl jumping stations, stations has given it enough life that we actually get into the to the, the soup arc, arc, right? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna see that. And the other thing that, and here's another thing I was thinking, because of how the Flash ended, we all know that the Flashpoint, you know, after it ended, we got the new Fifty Two, so it kind of melded the universes. I'm wondering if they're going to use the Flashpoint to meld in Supergirl into the same universe. That would, that would be, be interesting. interesting. Because right now, the way they have it, it was a it was a different universe that the Flash happened to, 
get it jump into and they didn't really explain it well so i'm thinking this would be a, a good way to meld that together so that now all the cw superhero shows are the same singular universe so well, kind of I, mean, I, mean, I mean especially with the whole marvel v dc thing yeah uh, cw actually has a lot of leverage with the dc universe and if they can continue to use it well They'll, they'll at least, least hold their, their own against Marvel. Marvel. I still yeah. think that the Marvel, Marvel universe is better conceived. conceived. I'm a Marvel guy. Sorry, Sorry it's okay. But um, but what CW has done with the DC universe is not a bad thing. Yeah. Well, so keeping with uh, you know superheroes, CW and that, and I know Jessica is going to be excited about this one. I don't know if she's heard about it, but um, for the Flash season three, they've casted a new series regular, and it's going to be Tom Felton. He's going to be joining uh, the Flash, so he's going to be a fellow CSI guy in City uh, Central City Police Department. So he's going to kind of be the opposite of Barry, and it's not really sure what his point's going to be. But you know, we're going to see Malfoy uh, on uh, the Flash, which is going to be interesting. Yeah, she's yeah, pretty jacked. Jack. Right. Yeah, she's already she's met one. one boy. I can't, I can't tell, tell if that, that means that the budget, budget for the Flash has come up from where it was, or, or if Tom Felton has come down. Yeah, well, <laughs> I don't know. I, th- I think it's it's a good opportunity for him, because he's, he's gone from one pretty popular character, now he's jumping on board, kind of getting himself into the superhero universe. I mean, has he really been in, in anything since um, Harry Potter? Quite Quite a, a, Oh, that's right. Yeah, he, he was, was in Planet, Planet of the Apes. That's right. He's, he's done, done some, some, some other bit roles. roles. He's, he's also, also in a television, television series where he's basically a, a sociopathic genius. Um, but other than that, you're right. At least in the West, he hasn't had as much of a presence as that um, Daniel Radcliffe guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Right. So I, I think this will be good for him. And, you know, I'm excited to see him play someone other than a narcissistic jerk but who knows maybe that's the same character i don't know so it's he, he, he and joffrey, joffrey should, should, pull, should do, do like a buddy, buddy cop, cop drama, drama together, together. Well, somebody cop, cop comedy it's actually funny that you, you brought that up so the i i can't remember the actor's name but the person that played joffrey he is officially retired from acting and he's kind of gone what? into sec- he's gone into seclusion because everywhere he'd go, people w- would like spit at him and scream and yell at him because they hated the character Joffrey so much. Yeah, yeah that's sad. Who wouldn't throw Joffrey? I like, will be honest. Yeah. Look, look, look. The, the irony, irony there is that, is that his, his acting was so superb. I don't, I don't know if you have seen him offset. There, there's, there's this, this little, little tiny video where he does an acting, acting exercise, exercise where he ta- ta- where he says, "Oh my gosh." The, the sun, sun is, is shining. shining. That's, 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 that's the line. And he, and he says, says it once, really happy, and with, like, childish giddiness. Mm-hmm. And, and then, then he turns into Joffrey, and he says it with disdain and vitriol. And, and it's, it's a completely different delivery. It's, it's just it's so brilliant what he does with it. Yeah. Wow. And it's because he's a really good actor. He's, he's, he's actually a fantastic human being who's completely awesome to meet in person. But in the show... He's, he's a douche, a douche nozzle. nozzle. Oh yeah, 
And because of that, people see him in the streets and they, they spit at him and they throw lattes. And, oh, and it's yeah. ridiculous. He's just an actor. Oh, I know. He's just an actor. But to be honest, I mean, that just shows how amazing of an actor he is because he was able to pull so many people into his character that they still hate him. So I, I, and, 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 I do hope that after some time he can come back. But, me too. you know, it may have been too much for him. You never know. He was, he was such, such a good, good actor, actor, it ended, ended his, his career. career. Yeah. So, um, my, last time I'm going to cover, and then we'll move on to you guys. Uh, so, you know, we've seen a lot of success with books moving into a, a TV series. I mean, in the past, you know, it hasn't always been that great. I mean, like with Legend of the Seeker, uh, based on the sort of true series, that came out. That was, It started off okay, and then it just got horrible. Uh, but, you know, with Game of Thrones being successful like it is, um, and the Shannara series being as successful as it is, it looks like the Will of Time book series is going to be getting a TV treatment. So they will be doing a TV series that will span all 15 novels, which is, that's going to be huge. I hope, I hope that, that do, do, do we, we know, know what, what network, network is picking, picking that up? Um, let's see. Uh, let me just scan through here. I'm, I'm hoping, hoping it's, it's either USA or FX or who would be another good carrier. It, I could I even see Netflix, Netflix doing it. Yeah, they're not – they don't say um, who it is. So it may be that they're not announcing it fully yet, but um, it's probably in the beginning of it. So, yeah, it doesn't say if it's Netflix or USA or – or FX or stars or anything like that. So, um, then that's really going to depend on how successful that is, to be honest. I mean, I, I know stars could pull it off. They did it with Spartacus. Um, HBO could, but they're not going to pick that one up as, and, and doing, uh, game of Thrones at the same time. Netflix, I believe would do an amazing job. I mean, they've definitely shown AMC is another one. Yeah. Is, is uh, uh that's, that's that's I believe, I believe the rumor. I've got to confirm that, that, but it looks like, like or, or no, 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 AMC, AMC would be another good channel. channel yeah, for that. Yeah, yeah. 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 AMC, AMC if they, they did real time, time. Holy moly! Yeah. So we'll just have to see as more stuff uh, rolls out. So, um, all right. So let's move on to the next person. Uh, who wants to go first, Jared or or, or Josh? So uh, wait a minute. Let me let me stop real quick. I forgot. So we've got Josh is on the show and Josh's friend. So I'll let uh, Josh, I'll let you introduce your friend that's joined us this evening. Yes, yes my, my good, good buddy, buddy Jake, Jake is, is with us, us for the first time in about five years. Jake, welcome, welcome back, back to the show. show. Good welcome to be here. Yeah, so, so long, long ago, uh, I'm, if any of you listeners remember, we did a, uh, a show where we covered riffs and... Um, Josh came on the with Palladium, Palladium, yeah, and the Palladium, yeah, the Palladium RPG yeah, system. we had uh, Josh came on with a bunch of his friends, and uh, he, and both of you were there on the show, and we talked about riffs and that, which we'll we'll probably have to talk about again because um, I would love to talk about S- Savage World riffs that's come out. Yes, um, yes, you, you would, would like, like yeah. to talk about that. So, so we'll we'll talk about that, but um, on another show. But for now, let's let's pick up the. I just wanted to. Br- mention him and then we'll move on to the next uh geek news so, that's good. Good. Really, really quick, quick. yes i i'm, I'm trying, trying to get jim over and, and the, the same, same byu guy, guy. <laughs> the same, same byu, BYU guy is here 
and he just he pulled up, up in his car, and we're about, about to duke it out. So there's your live Pokemon Go coverage. So, so live Pokemon Go coverage. Jared is about to beat up a BYU student. Uh, not, not, not virtually. And then, and then they'll, they'll play, play Pokemon, Pokemon Go. Go. <laughs> no, virtually uh, to to defend his gym. It, it it is kind of funny that people are driving around to find these gyms. Um, but all right. As, As a, a BYU, BYU alum, I must say, say that, uh, that, that we, we do, do tend, tend to get, get into, into more trouble than I think, think that the people, people would assume, assume knowing the, the reputation of Brigham Young University. Young University. Yeah. We, we, we can, can be, be surprisingly, surprisingly belligerent. Nice. All right. Well, I'm well, giving him a chance, chance to walk, to walk away. Okay. <laughs> so let's move on to our... I don't want to hear that conversation. conversation. <laughs> let's, let's move on to our next story. Just, Just walks, walks out and he's, he's like, like, I know, I know what, what you're thinking. thinking. Do, Do I, I have, have one, one Pikachu, Pikachu or a Jigglypuff? Jigglypuff. <laughs> you got to ask yourself one question. Jim we're at is red. I'm yellow and he's blue. So we're trying to decide who wants to take on the gym first and then we'll fight each other. This is awesome. So, 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 so where is Jessica? Is she there? She, so, so my gym was being attacked. Yeah. So I, I stepped out. I'm over here defending it. And then I will return with her. Gotcha. Okay. But sometimes you got to look at your bro. Yeah. So, so for those of you that don't know, Jared has literally has a Pokemon gym in his backyard. So yes, that, sir. That's what he's having to defend. And then there's another Pokemon gym like right outside of Jessica's work. So it's kind of interesting. We got, we got some, some turf, turf to, to yes, here. yes. The, the number, number of people who are claiming they're going, going to the gym, gym just <laughs> rose thirty thousand percent. Yep, and it and it single-handedly it, solved the American obesity crisis. <laughs> Yeah. Well, and not only that, people are going to, hey, I'm going to the gym, and it's not going to mean the same thing anymore. That's exactly right. right. Yeah. Daniel means it's a better thing. Yeah. All right. So what's our next geek, well, geek news topic? Let's talk. So, so Jared, 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 do you, you want to roll, roll with Pokemon, Pokemon Go, or do you, uh, you want to pass, pass the torch, and I've got some stories? <laughs> well, we definitely covered a ton of Pokemon Go. I will give updates. Uh, uh, as, as I go, go and battle, battle some more trainers, trainers out here, it looks like, like another, another one is pulling in. in. Hopefully, he's Team Yellow. You Team Yellow? Oh, he's just pulling. She is pulling. I left California because of the gang problem, and now we have an all new one. Yep, we have a new one. Dude, serious. There are three human beings at the same location outside of their basements battling Pokemon right now. Claiming different colors. I don't yeah, think Dungeon Crawler's radio has ever been so exciting. Like, this is live in the field reporting yeah. on what's actually happening in the real world. Yes. This is amazing. It is amazing. So, we're doing a radio show right now, right? And we do a huge nerd radio show. Crazy ratings. I'm out about doing some Pokemon stuff. Do you want to share with us a little bit of your thoughts on the game? And what's your name? First name. My name is Nathan. And this game's pretty awesome. I mean... They don't have trading, trading or battling, battling yet, but battling, battling gyms, gyms is totally, totally fun. Um, Pokemon, Pokemon are everywhere. It's, it's a lot of fun. And we, and we get, get to interact with other Pokemon trainers all over the state. I've, I've seen this guy twice today. We're going to have to bring boxing gloves next time. I got, uh, I got ten, 10 people over at the mall surrounding me, like, watching me defeat the gym there. It's actually pretty cool. Oh, my gosh. They were all yellows. They're all yellows? Okay, i got to go find those people. Because this gym, like, I literally live right there. And so, and so I've been defending this thing all day. It's been a pain, but it's been a lot of fun. Anyway. There are some yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. But there you have it, guys. Other human beings out and about playing Pokemon. Sweet. It's been a fantastic experience. And, uh, yeah, let's go ahead and continue with the nerd news on uh, Josh's side. All right, cool. Okay. You know what? Actually, this was a really hefty week. 
course, some geek news. Um, one of the things that I came across was that recently an artificial intelligence program, an AI system on a Raspberry Pi computer beat a professional fighter pilot in simulated dogfights. Okay, wait, wait. wait. Now, You're saying you Raspberry Pi. I mean, are we literally talking about a Pi or... I'm, I'm glad, glad you asked. asked. No, no, there are actually, actually these small pocket-sized computers, computers now referred to as Raspberry Pis. They cost $30. What? And they're incredibly small in their form factor. You can daisy-chain them together to increase your processing and computing power. It's like the Legos of the computing world. They run Linux. Wow. And because of that, they're incredibly efficient and incredibly fast and incredibly lightweight in terms of resources. They built a Raspberry Pi-based computer. Now, I don't know the specs of this computer. It might actually be a pretty souped-up computer. But it's, but it's Raspberry, Raspberry Pi based, and they created an artificial intelligence software, and from that application, they put it into a virtual simulator with a live fighter pilot, a professional fighter pilot, and the AI won. That wow. brings us a significant step closer to Skynet. Yeah, that's kind of creepy. But at the same time, yeah. why don't we have a Raspberry Pi computer that runs our show now? Hmm. That's, hey, guys, hey guys, do you, do you want, want to mute, mute me for a second, second on the Skype, Skype thing? We just had a third, third trainer, trainer show up. Things are about um, to go down. You have to, Skype, you have to <laughs> mute yourself on your end. I can't mute you on this end. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. CT's out for, for a couple, couple seconds. I'll be back to the battle. All right. Come back live. Yeah, so AI beats Profiter I was really thrown off by that. Jake, what's another story that you found interesting? So I am shocked that... India. There's, There's a, company a company in India, India that's selling four dollar smartphones. What? It's called the, the Freedom, Freedom 251 Android, Android smartphones for four dollars. Um. Wow. Yeah. yeah the, the problem, problem is that, that it only ever connects to that really mysterious Microsoft service center uh, to let you know the system's infected. Gotcha. Uh. No. In all, in all seriousness, they're, they're trying to get into the Indian market. Yeah. And, and trying to, you know, they're, they're trying, trying to uh, increase smartphone usage in India. India. So, so their, their, their price, price point, point, they figure that, that, that what allows people to actually use these things is going to be $4. Dollars. That's, that's just pathetic. And, and why, am I, why, why am I paying hundreds of dollars for a phone that they're selling for 4 Uh Here's, here's the, the kicker. kicker. The, the KFC, the, the Kentucky, Kentucky Fried Chicken found in, in India... India are now, are now selling, selling boxed, boxed meals that, that contain, contain a free power bank charger for your smartphone. What? And, and, and these boxed meals with the power bank cost what is equivalent to $2.20 US. What? So you can buy a $4 phone and spend another two and a half bucks tops, get KFC and a power bank. Holy crap. Um... India is, is going, going to be a world, world power, power one day. Wow! Fast food, cheap phones. This is this is insane. Um, Isn't that ridiculous? And and we're yeah. I mean, we, they've got that, and we've got Pokemon Go. <laughs> <laughs> wow! I, I just I, yeah. That's just that that is insane. You know, four dollar phones. We're over here paying hundreds of dollars. I go to Kentucky Fried Chicken. I don't get a power bank, and I'm paying more than no. two and a half bucks. Um, that's crazy. But Daniel, Daniel, yes. Daniel there's, there's major Star Wars, Wars news. Right. Of course, Star Wars is awesome, and Jared is gone. But that's okay. He's fighting for his gym. Yeah, yeah he's, he's fighting. fighting. Why don't Why you take us into the Star Wars, Wars news, news, my friend? So, I mean, well, what? Go ahead, you take it. I I don't have that pulled up in front of me. 
Oh, okay. No, no, no. no, no. This, this is this is, this is just, just the news. This was announced pretty broadly, so chances are everyone's heard yeah. about it. But in, but in case, case you missed it, it Rogue, Rogue One has a brand new trailer. Oh yeah, dropping July fifteenth. That is right. We did talk about that. So yeah, so July fifteenth, it's going to be a new trailer, which is going to be awesome. I'm excited. Um, you know, we, we announced. Uh, we've got under 160 days. You know, you're listening to this show. There is less than 160 days days right now before Rogue One comes out, which is amazing and awesome. Um, unfortunately, I mean, yes, it is still technically a little less than half a year away, but that's still we're that much closer to seeing Darth Vader lighting up a lightsaber and going all out. Um, and seeing an amazing Darth Vader fight, which, you know, the Darth Vader fights we saw in the originals, sir, uh, you know, four, five, and six were great, but after they were, you know, after well, well five, five, six, six were. yeah, you're right, you're right, <laughs> but after seeing, you know, how the Jedi move more fluidly and stuff like that that we saw in one, two, and three, which is probably the only really good thing that I enjoyed out of those movies is actually seeing Jedi moving more fluidly in that, especially Yoda fighting. Um, I want to see Darth Vader, a uh, Darth Vader fight closer to that. I mean, that would be amazing. I agree. I, I want, want to, to feel, feel, you know, you know there, there are, are certain, certain characters, characters throughout, throughout cinematic, cinematic history, history that, that inspire, inspire fear because, because their, their mere, mere presence means tragedy or, or catastrophe. Oh, yeah. And I, I want, want Vader, Vader to hit, hit that, that Oh, yeah. You know, in, in, in 1977, and this was widely reported, in 1977, when A New Hope hit theaters and Vader walked through the door on the Tantive IV for the very first time, the audience literally hissed and booed at the screen. Yeah. Now, that's cool. That shows derision. That shows despisement. But it does not show fear. Yeah. And I want that moment when Vader walks on the screen and someone's like, oh, my holy crap, we're going to die. Yeah, well, I want that. Well, I mean... That moment that you just described is the moment that I fell in love with Vader. I mean, that character is so amazing. Everyone is in, you know, you see the stormtroopers, stark white coming out. You see, uh, you know, the rebels in their their blues and grays, and and then you see this massive monolith in black with this flowing cape, and he just strut, you know, just walks right in, and. You know, it's just like this. This is an amazing character, and I've I've always loved Darth Vader's character, um, and I try to ignore Hayden Christensen because I feel like he kind of ruined the character a little bit for me um, with his horrible acting. But then Clone Wars came out and made up for the Anakin that we got in the movies. So but I want to see Darth Vader. I want to see him go all out in a an amazing lightsaber battle and just wreak devastation i mean we kind of saw a little bit in empire strikes back where he's starting he's using his force powers to throw parts of bespin at, at luke but i and that, and that was a good fight but i i don't think it was what i i want to see you know, you know stunt, stunt choreography, choreography has, has come several, several country, country miles in the last 30 years, years. And, and i, I like, like like if you, you watch, watch the netflix, netflix series daredevil, daredevil their, their stunt, stunt work is the, the absolute, absolute standard, standard for me, me now, now. Like, like bar none, none. their stunt work is so fantastic, and I want that grittiness. I want that unpredictability and that, that sense of real danger and jeopardy. 
to be present in this, in this next Star Wars film. film. I don't, don't want to oversell the thing because I, I obviously don't know what's in the movie. movie. And, and it's, it's possible it could be a total dog. dog. However, um, my, my hope is that this movie, Rogue, Rogue One, will, will do more for the Star Wars, Wars landscape than any, any other film since The Empire Strikes, Strikes Back. Like, like it, it will change the landscape of the Star Wars universe by what it, it injects into the story. Well, I mean, and don't get me wrong, the prequels did a lot. They really did. Um, we got to see... A lot, a lot to, to offend, offend me. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about Jedi fights. You know, fighting with the lightsaber. Right. They, it gave us a lot in there. We saw a lot of new forms in, in fighting. We got to see, you know, instead of the clunky Jedi fighting that we saw in 4, 5, and 6, because let's face it, they didn't really know how to make it work really well. We didn't have good st- stunt coordinators at that time. But Ray Park came in, you know. Well, at, well we, we also, also had, had the rotoscope, rotoscope everything yeah. back in the 70s and 80s. And yeah. so, so the opportunity for very swift Asian-style or Orient-style sword fighting was not really available because the hand animation would have just been nearly impossible. Yeah. So, you know, so it's been able to evolve. Um, so that is one thing that I do think that, you know, Th- those prequels did give us where we got to see the um, that amazing fighting style that we you know as we as kids did you know we were swinging the lightsabers around spinning it around even if it was a stick or a, a wooden dowel i mean we were spinning it around like it was amazing we weren't doing the clunky the fighting so that's what it brought in um and i can only see it going up from here i mean just you know ep- episode seven was great you know in the fighting sequence there with Ray and um, you know with Kylo Ren, um, absolutely. And, th- and what I loved even more is you know in that fighting scene where she's shoving his lightsaber down into the snow and the, it's hissing and the steam's coming up, oh, and the trees are getting split in half. That was just that 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 was amazing. So, all right. You, you know, know on, on that, that on, on that, that note, note, you know, you with, know with the, the prequel, prequel saber, saber fights. fights um, I, agree I agree that they were that probably, probably the best, best parts of the prequels. As, as time has gone on, I've recognized that the sword play was purely aesthetic, that there was, that there was nothing practical or useful in what they were doing. doing. I mean, the, the scene, scene where Anakin, Anakin and Obi-Wan are basically twirling their lightsabers in front of themselves, making no <laughs> contact with each other, and then, and then ended in a forced push. push. That was basically color guard for Jedi. Oh, yeah. You know, and... And, 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 and what, what I, I want, want to see, see I actually got to see in episode seven, seven and, and I think a lot of people didn't respond positively at first, but the, the more I watch it, the more I appreciate it. The saber fighting that takes place in episode seven is practical, it is purposeful, it is lethal. And uh, if you watch the behind the scenes, you know, Adam Driver, who played Kylo Ren, for those who don't know, he used to be a U.S. Marine. He is actually, even though he's bound by his costume, he is a muscular, large guy. And, and uh, uh, the, the comments, comments behind the scenes were uh, unanimous in that when, when he would saber fight people, he was going all out and swinging for, for, for the fences, fences, right? And, and so, so people are fighting this muscular marine with what, what is, is effectively an English broadsword. Yeah. And, and they're, they're, trying to, <laughs> they're trying to defend themselves with a kendo staff. And, and it's, it's a scary, scary situation. situation. I, want I want more of that. that. Like, like if, if, you know, you know when, when we get to see Vader in, in, in Rogue One, one I want to see practical. I want to see gritty and visceral. I want to see lethal. Yeah. I don't, don't want to see flashy. I don't want to see martial arts. arts. I want to see, see practical and lethal. lethal. So have you read uh, Ready Player One? 
Uh, uh, no, no, but it's on okay. my list. So uh, they're they're making a movie of it, and Simon Pegg is in talks to join the cast. So I mean, Simon Pegg has kind of really entrenched himself. It seems like in geek culture. I mean, he's he's in Star Trek, he's in Star Wars. I mean, Ready Player One is hilarious. Um, you're going to enjoy the book uh, when you read it. Um, let alone all the other geek stuff he's done. So I'm excited to hear that he's joined. The, he, you know, he's in the talks to join the cast, and if he does, it's just going to solidify this more. Because I mean, we got Wade Watts, we've got uh, Ty Sheridan, Olivia Cook, and Sam Cook in there, and several other people. So it's going to be interesting. So absolutely. Uh, do, uh, we do we have time, time for any yeah, more? Yeah, we still do. We got a we got a few more minutes. We can probably throw in one or two more things. Awesome, awesome. Uh, uh, going, going down, down the, the list of some news stories that I came, came across for those who didn't hear the Verizon carrier of the cellular network. The, 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 Verizon. Let me not, let me not be flashy about it. Let's not church it up. Uh, they, they are changing their, their data plan pricing, yeah. but also their data limitations and. They are, they are adding, adding a rollover, rollover process. process. So, so data, data that you don't, don't use in one month can now be rolled over to the next. Better. So, so, yeah. And the pricing caps are going up between 5 and $10 on a per-package basis. It's not a huge increase, but with that, all packages are receiving between 2 and 5 more gigs of data on their upper limit. So you get more data for 5 or 10 bucks as opposed to 20 bucks for the next 2 gigs. Uh, and, and there, there is, is a, a uh, rollover protocol now. That's, that's, I like that. I am a Verizon carrier, um, just because I get a discount through work. But uh, it will be Ditto. it will be nice to see that those minutes get roll or the, that data gets rolled over because there's sometimes I just don't use much, and there's sometimes we're like, okay, we got to stop. Uh, <laughs> we got to wait till the the first of the month. So um, that's good. To, that's good to hear. So uh, so, so yeah. So, so a piece, piece of, 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 of geek news that, that I'm actually really excited for is previously, if you had Comcast cable, you had to choose between getting the piece of crap Comcast box, which gave you the genuine Comcast experience. It was fairly seamless, but it had no extra flashy features. Or you could buy your own box, pay them for the privilege of hooking a cable card to it, and then you got all kinds of add-on apps that you could use uh, on, on your own. own. Netflix, Netflix and Comcast have recently come to an agreement where Netflix is now going to be bundled into Comcast boxes. So you, so you can, can now sign into your Netflix, Netflix well not now, but soon. Uh, in the, in the next, next generation of cable boxes coming out that Comcast will release, will have the option of signing into your Netflix account. So you can use Netflix as part of your genuine Comcast cable box experience. That's pretty cool. Which is totally awesome. Because, because, I mean, I, I realize they're sort of the last ones of the party, but in a situation where you are the last ones of the party, if you're not carrying Netflix at this point in a streaming society, you don't get chosen anymore. Well, I mean, so th- I was going to say, to be honest, I, I really think Comcast Net was hoping Netflix would go away. Um, to be <laughs> honest. Uh, so was Blockbuster. Yeah, and Blockbuster and all this, but unfortunately... Netflix is now a contender. Not only that, Netflix is its own ch- its own provider. I mean, they are seriously cranking out amazing content. Movies, TV series, animation. I mean, the new Voltron Defenders of the Universe is amazing. If you haven't caught it or uh, taken a look at it, it's it awesome. is amazing. I mean, I, I was a fan of... Jared. Awesome. Jared's back. I mean, I was a fan of the old Voltron. And when I saw this, 
I mean, it, it is so much better. I mean, it's really hard to say that, but it is so much better. The stories are solid. The animation is, is great. And I, I enjoyed it. I blew through the whole thing in two days. It is, it is fantastic. fantastic. Hey, hey, Jared, Jared what, what you got, got for us? us? All right, so, so it was a head-to-head -head battle. There was two blues versus me, the yellow, and it came down to last Pokeball. Geodude versus Pidgeot, and I took the cake. Round of applause, round of applause. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So um, we're almost out of time, but I wanted to, to say this. Uh, I don't know how many of you guys remember the old Nickelodeon TV show Double Dare. Absolutely, oh, of Mark Summers, yep. man. So guess what? It's coming back to San Diego Comic Con. Yeah, yeah. Is Mark Mark Summers Summers be uh, so Mark Summers will even be back to host the live show on Friday, July twenty-second from San Diego Comic Con. Can I choose the physical challenge? So how awesome is that? Oh Dude, my god. I don't want to be in back my life. Is <laughs> Look, in, 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 the, oh, in the in the ideal universe, uh, uh, DCR would, would have, have a team on Double Dare at San Diego Comic Con. Yeah, yes. Yes, we would. I, I would have to cheer from the sidelines. <laughs> but yes. If if they keep doing this, this we're we're gonna have to make this happen next year. Uh, I Agree. Yeah. Listeners, what do you guys yes. think? So, yeah, uh, so again, we're out of time. If there is anything that we talked about on the show that you're excited about or want to uh, voice in on, definitely let us know. Let us know your Pokemon fighting experience. Uh, you can do that by sending us an email at info.dentalcollegeradio.com or jumping on our Facebook page. We've made several posts. Uh, definitely uh, chime in there. I've noticed there's been a lot of activity on there. Um, there's also been some really great activity on the website where people have been commenting about what shows they've enjoyed and what shows they, they've loved. Um, and if you haven't caught the episode um, from last Monday uh, where we – no, not last Wednesday, Monday, uh, excuse me, Friday two weeks ago Friday. Uh, where we talked to Shelly Mazinoble with Wizards of the Coast and Avalon Hill talking about their new expansion to Betrayal of the House on the Hill – Oh my gosh, you got to listen to it. There's some really cool stuff that they're adding in. And they are launching it on October 15th, so just, or excuse me, October 14th. So just before Halloween, you're going to get to play this game. Um, and it's going to be amazing. They're adding a new floor, so we're going to get to go on the roof. There's going to be 15 new haunts, new omen cards, and a lot of really cool uh, mechanics. So check that out. And uh, with that said, we're, we're out of here. We're out of time. Go, Go catch, catch them all. all. All right, we're out of here. Internet, you are awesome. Be epic. Don't suck. Hey, Dungeon Crawlers fans. It's time to really pull out the stops. So what we want to do is we want you to go like our Facebook page, like, uh, follow us on Twitter, uh, follow us on YouTube, and not only that, tell your friends about us. If there is anyone in your life or even in at your work that you think loves geek, loves, you know, superheroes, comic books, gaming, anything in the realm of geek, tell them about our show. We want to make this the number one hit show out there. We want to uh, let get 
the news out there. We want our numbers to swell, and we want you and everyone else to join the Geek Revolution. So tell your friends about us, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and we want to hear from you. We want this the best greatest and most entertaining interactive show out there you know most podcasts are not going to be delivering what we want to deliver this next year and so far we've had a great year it's all thanks to you and we just want to keep this rolling and make things even more possible we've got some great things in the works uh coming down the pipeline with some amazing interviews and the more people we can get listening to the show liking our pages the more interest we can get and the bigger uh, more entertaining interviews we can get so please 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 help us out with this because we want to bring some amazing content to you and we can't do it without your help so with that said i'm gonna say we're out of here and catch you next time and of course join the geek revolution <laughs>